Va Di María para tirar el centro. Pelota para Leo. Messi al arco. ¡Gol! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dennis and Friends podcast, a place where my friends and I talk about whatever we want to talk about, whatever interests us or what's going on in life and around the world. I am Dennis. I host this show. I'm a little sad at the current moment based off of what just occurred. But good to have you guys here. It's episode 48, World Cup, of course. And my, my trusty sidekick is back with me. Clayton Cooper in the house. What up? What up? It was weird watching the World Cup and not having any English players in there. <laughs> you know, EPL players. So, I mean, there was a couple. But yeah, but not like English. Not like, like there was know, like, predominantly. Yeah, Lisandro and McAllister or McAllister. Those like the only two guys. Romero came, Romero came on late, yeah. Well, that was about it. As you can tell, we're talking about Argentina. And they just played uh, my team and it was not fun. So we're going to talk about that game. We're going to talk a little bit more about the U.S. game as well. We're going to talk a little bit about France because they looked really good today and kind of look ahead to tomorrow and then see what else we want to talk about. Real quick, we got to give a review on something that Clayton and I decided, which was the shakaroni pizza from Papa, Papa John's. John's. This yeah. is not sponsored, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah, that was good. <laughs> My stomach's feeling it a little bit, but... That was good. It's probably f- more so from the grease of the side that you got. Because that was pretty yeah, greasy. A lot more greasy than I greasy. The thing about the shack pizza, though, is like I kind of like... Because I feel like if you get an ordinary, large Papa John's pizza, it's not... You get a lot of crust. But like that was like the perfect amount of crust. Where it wasn't too thin. But it, but wasn't, it wasn't too, too like, large either. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Solid. Solid decision. Solid. Yeah. And that's how... Probably in the pre what was that the previous episode? Was the delirious episode? The, was that the last episode? <laughs> the one that we did where yeah. you were just like, like Yeah, we were asleep. like eleven thirty at night, like, <laughs> like I was about to fall asleep. Because <laughs> well, we decided to now we're fueled up. Yeah. We are fueled literally because we decided to do two episodes in one day. Uh, which is fine. I think that's not a terrible idea, but we we'll not when we start the first one at nine o'clock <laughs> when we talk for two hours. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> It's okay. It happens. We're we're still new at this kind of. We've only been doing it for eleven months, so it's not. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> we're not pros here, you guys, as you guys know. Anywho, okay, let's let's get to it. So, literally just now, uh, Argentina just beat Mexico two nothing in a very big Group C match. And so now Argentina and Poland share the same. Uh, points in the group, but I think Poland has a slightly better goal differential, I believe. I don't know. I can't remember. They're probably both tied, to be honest with you. Um, did, wait, did Poland lose? No, Poland won today. That's well, they drew the first game, right? Right. Yeah, so they don't have... Argentina doesn't have the same points. Oh, right. Yeah, because yeah, they have four. Yeah. They're down a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the same points as Saudi Arabia, and they yeah. have a better goal differential than Saudi Arabia. That's what it is. And Mexico's in fourth place because we're bad. Anyway, um, talk about that here in a sec. Um, you know, it was a very, you know, CONCACAF versus Conan Bowl game, I felt like. Um, very South American, Central American, like lots of theatrics and fouls. Oh, and yeah. Kind of a rough watch if you've never seen teams like that play against each other before. And uh, 
that's not like a one-off thing. Like I, I want to shout out my buddy Tobin for asking me this earlier in the first half. Is this something that happens regularly in international play? Is this something that happens in the Mexican League, for example? And it does happen in the Mexican League, but not until the playoffs. And there's not a lot of teams that do that. A lot of teams do like to play clean and uh, have more like playmaking. Um, but international, it's always like that. Like it doesn't matter if we're playing Argentina or Chile or Brazil or Uruguay. Like it is dirty. It is a foul fest. It is not a fun watch at all. Um, so. I think not that, pleasing on the eye. I think that's basically like how the game should be played, honestly. Because you think of it like from a basketball standpoint, you know, like the way that South America plays is very old school NBA where it's like, you know, wide open layup. I'm not going to give you a wide open layup. I'm going to make you earn it from the free throw line. Like it's that kind of play. Because you could see Messi had many opportunities in the middle of the field. All they'll do is they'll tug a shirt and the ref will call something. So it's really, you know, Argentina earned it in a sense, but they scored. Wow. I'm still in awe of those goals, unfortunately. As, like, a neutral, you know, obviously I'm with you, and so I'm going to root for Mexico with you. But just as a neutral, you know, like, having moments of, like, you know, I want Mexico to succeed, but also just, like, looking back on, like, Messi's legacy and just that kind of game, you got to tip your cap. It was a gorgeous goal both of them were the, both of them were yeah like memo couldn't do anything about them and the first one i know he was closer to it and some people will argue like he should have gotten there but just the pace and the way that it was moving was just so perfect from Messi that i mean you can't do anything it was about moving that. away from him and side netting yeah like, you just can't and especially since he was playing straight up it's harder than you think yeah and so if there's anybody to blame it's Hector Herrera for literally giving him the space. And if there's somebody to blame for the second goal, it's Gutierrez for doing the same thing. I'm about to go on my rant here in a sec. Um, but do you have any other, like, big thoughts about that game before I just go for I five think minutes? I'll prelude kind of into your rant. Okay. But it's just like, I don't know why you take off your two best attackers when you're down a goal. That's all I got to say. I think defensively, y'all played well until it got to the point where it's like, you know, you kind of go into panic mode of we need to get a goal back to at least get a point out of it. And, like, that's kind of what we predicted before we kind of started was 1-0. If there were to be another goal, it's basically your ultra attacking, trying to force that extra goal. But, I mean, the defense looked fine. Against a powerhouse Argentina offense, I thought y'all played really well. Yeah, man. But um, you obviously have a different insight. Right. The first half was fine. Like, we played well. The pivotal moment of the game was the substitution of Andres Cordado for uh, Gutierrez, which I thought was a horrible, horrible decision. Because Guti had no sense of the field. He had no sense of what he was doing. He's never played in a high-pressure environment like that, ever, from what I understand. I... <sighs> I was so frustrated with that decision because you're leaving your, really your best midfielder besides Cuadrado, that's an Alvarez, who did not touch the field today, guys. He did not touch the field, which is, like, that's a crime to leave him on the bench with the year that he's having. And yes, I know, he did not have the best of games versus Poland, but he was still better than the other two. So that's a, a big source of frustration because the midfield fell apart after that. Eric Chavez did not do anything. Um, 
to keep things alive. Herrera, like I already mentioned, was awful again. Second straight game in a row that he started and played all 90 minutes and was atrocious. Leaving the space for Messi to even shoot that ball was super bad. Horrible tackles, horrible decision-making. And a lot of it has to do with Tata. And I've talked about it with Dawson some. I've talked about it with you. We talked about this in our uh, our preview show when we were talking about all the rosters and about how frustrated I was that we did not have Santi Jimenez or re- any real attacking threat, any real striker here. We were just talking about this before we got on air. The last person to score a goal in the World Cup for Mexico was Chicharito Hernandez. And this was four games ago. This was in the second game of the 2018 group stage against South Korea. So Lozano scored in the first game against Germany, as we all know, and then Vela and Chicharito scored. And ever since then, we lost 3 nothing to Sweden, lost like 1 or 2 nothing to Brazil in the knockout stage that year, drew on Tuesday or whenever that was, and then lost today. No goals, no threat at all. And like you mentioned earlier, the decision to take out Vega, who had a spectacular game again, and Lozano, who was contained really well. That's a kudos to Argentina's defense. I thought Lozano did a really good job on him specifically. Ultimately, not so much, but Martinez was amazing on him. To take them out, one, to take them out, but two, when they were in the game, to just leave them on an island. I mean, you were talking, or we were hearing the broadcasters talking about it um, at the like right before the goal that – he was on one on five. Lozano was on that one play. Like you, that that doesn't get you anywhere. Like he can't do that. And so Raul's injury hurts in that regard because he hasn't been the same player since then, and there wasn't really anybody to really cover for him. Martin was fine on Tuesday, but didn't play him today. Again, you leave Santi Jimenez on at home. You don't even take him on the plane. Same with Diego Linus. I'm going to keep talking about the roster. This is kind of how it was yesterday with the U.S. stuff. Like, you're leaving quality guys who can provide good threats at home for guys who are scrubs in the Mexican League. Like Alvarado, who was awful today. Awful, awful, awful in the very short amount of time that he had. And Antuna, who's usually pretty solid for us, no impact at all. I thought our defense was fine. Memo did all he could, man. Like, I don't know what else you can do if you're him. Like, those goals were unstable. The quality of those goals were absolutely incredible. Not much you can do there. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things for Argentina that were really good today. Their defense was very, very solid. I thought Emi Martinez was great after the kind of the howler that he had on Tuesday against the Saudis. Like I said, the back line played well. Their midfield was kind of sus, um, but I thought McAllister was great. Obviously, Messi did his thing, duh. I thought DePaul was kind of bad, but he grew into the game a little bit, mm-hmm. and I thought all their subs were great. I thought they subbed at the right time, and they subbed the right people in, like, without a doubt, whereas we didn't do that. We subbed the wrong people in. We subbed them in at the wrong time. We took the wrong people out. Again, why is Vega in Lozano not playing the full 90 in that game, but Hector Herrera is. I don't understand. Um, the back five was fine. I thought there was good stuff from Gallardo and Arajo and and Montes. I thought they all played their part, you know. Um, and uh, and Kevin Alvarez did good in his World Cup debut. But so many things that go back to Tata and his terrible decision-making. And now we're in a position where 
we have to hope for, I believe from what I just saw in the standings, we have to hope for Argentina to beat Poland by three, and then we need to win by two against the Saudis, which is possible. It is possible, but it's just it's just frustrating that we shouldn't even be at this point. We could do so much better, but here we are because of our incompetence of our coach and and not great tactics for the most part. So, anyway, that's my rant. Yeah, I that I could see that. But whenever you know the game ended, and I was just you know just assessing the game from my point of view, I was like, there's a lot of things that we kind of saw similar. Is like, you know, why are we taking off Vega, especially after the electric first half he had. And then Lozano, like you said, being contained well, but there was still openings, you know. We got, you know, on there once the ball was on Argentina's side of the pitch, like we had possession and we had we had good possession. I shouldn't say we. Y'all had good possession. And it's just a matter of having that creative, you know, goal scorer poacher in the middle, which I mean, I wish Raul was back to form, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough game, especially as a neutral, because it's like, obviously, you know, I want y'all to win, but at the same time, it's like Argentina. I just wish there was more attacking aspects to both sides, because it's like those two goals were like off two shots. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones before that were very arid shots or, you know, let's just test the keeper here. And the keeper was, you know, Memo is Memo. So, yeah, that's what I thought. But it wasn't too, it wasn't too terrible. It really wasn't. And I, like I said, I think you can beat the Saudis by three goals, honestly. I mean, I hope so. I mean, they played well today. I want to talk about that game really quick. I really thought they played better than Poland. Poland has not looked good. And yet, before this game, they were top of the group. How? How? I hope they get smothered by Argentina on uh, Wednesday of next week. They do not look good at all, man. Like, they have no control of their midfield. They have they can't get any service to Lewandowski. Like, literally the only reason why they're still alive is Schnesny, who is, again, incredible today. He's an amazing keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's had his, like, ups and downs ever since he became the number one at Juventus. But he was spectacular today. Um, the penalty save I thought was great. The second save after the penalty was spectacular. So kudos to him because he's literally keeping them alive. So I think there is a very real chance Argentina can carve them up because of how lackluster they are mm-hmm. in the midfield. Um, and there is a chance that we can pull it off too, but I'm also worried that with our lack of attacking threats, that worries me some. And we have to also play the right midfield. I'm hoping that we play kind of how Dawson and I have been talking about with the U.S., a 4 2 3 one um, I don't know what the right pairing would be. I guess it's got to be Luis Chavez and Edson as the two, and then run Lozano, Martin, Vega, and I don't even know who you would even throw at that other winger spot, but have uh, Vega play as a cam and pu- push him up the field because they've just got to throw everything into this next game. That's the only way we have a chance. Like It's not like we can win by one and call it a day. Like We have to win by two or three, depending on how the outcome of the other game goes. And it's going to happen at the same time because that's the fun part about the World Cup, the last group stage match. If you didn't know, listener, 
the third game of the group stage is always at the same time, both of them. So instead of them being spaced out, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, and Poland versus Argentina will both happen at 1 o'clock on, or 9 o'clock whenever, the day I just said Wednesday. Um, Just like how the U.S. game will be at the same time as the England-Wales game on Tuesday. So... There's still a chance, but it's not great for us for yeah. three. It is not, but I think I think that it can happen for sure. It's definitely not out of the cards because, especially how Poland's been playing this World Cup. I mean, yeah, you have Chesney and goal, but like, like we kind of said with L three is basically like you know, Memo in Chesney spot, and then you know they have Memo, so it can definitely happen, and. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm just ready for Tuesday-Wednesday games. Yeah. Because those are going to be intense. Yeah. Because I, I felt this one had a lot of tension behind it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could tell after the goal, like, the tension that Argentina had after Messi scored just went away, you know? Like, it was a very chippy game for the most part, mm-hmm. and it really opened up after that. So, <sighs> may God be with us. It's fine. Okay. Uh, Clayton, give me your thoughts. On the U.S. game yesterday, I know it has already been discussed yesterday with Dawson and me, um, but wanted to give you some space to to discuss. I don't think we're playing terrible. For how young we are, we look very mature on the ball, possession-wise. Like I've said in the past with some teams, you know, in the EPL that we've been talking about, we do look like a pretty decent, well-oiled machine. Um Obviously, the result against England wasn't the best, but I also think that England kind of underestimated us a little bit. And so I know that you had your whole rant about Southgate, and I'm going to watch that later just to make sure, you know, because <laughs> I, I love Dennis Rance. They're the best. <laughs> but, um, you know, I kind of want to see what you say and then kind of compare it to the game because I think Southgate did take his foot off the pedal. A little bit just with, you know, not starting Foden. And there's a lot of different, you know, it was just a weird lineup for England. That was not your typical England lineup. So it's more of like, you know, I think we can do it. I think the nil-nil result will help us against Iran because it will give us the confidence. Hey, like what? England, what would you say England's ranked in like the world? What would you say like? I think they're ranked like five. That's what I'm saying. A top five team in the world, and you nil-nil draw for how young our team is. It gives us confidence against Iran. I think I think we can pull out a result tomorrow. Or Tuesday, sorry. Today's Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple days a couple off. couple days, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. <coughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I've already said my piece. I, I think there's a real chance that it can happen. You just hope that Greg doesn't get things wrong. And two, that the Iran that played against England is the one you get as opposed to the Iran that played against Wales. He needs to play Aronson and, you know, they just got to play Aronson. That's the big thing. And Gio. And Gio. That's about it. I meant Gio off the bench. I mean, starting, I would start Aronson. I agree, 100%. Because he's kind of like our little catalyst. Yeah. You know, and so I think Pulisic's having a very good World Cup. Who's been the best player on the U.S. team? I don't know. I want to say bias. I want to say Pulisic. But out of that, <clears throat> I heard Tim Ream's been playing really well, too. 
To me, it's Tyler Adams by far. He's oh, absolutely. Uh, that was my next point. Tyler Adams was going to be good. Musa, uh, Musa's been playing. Is it Musa? I feel Musa. so dumb. Musa, thank you. That's what I thought, but I just want to double check. It just When I said Musa, it just didn't sound correct. Yeah. But, um, no, he, I mean, he's stepping up. Yeah. And then Haji, I mean, he's young, but it'll take him to fill into those shoes. But yeah. like I said, our team is fine. Even Weston's playing fine. Yeah, Weston was great yesterday, I thought. And a lot of people are being very disrespectful to Serginho Dest. They said he's awful. He's been playing awful, but I don't think he's been playing terrible. He sh- he could be playing a lot better. Yeah, but he could for sure. I mean, he hasn't been playing terrible. Walker Zimmerman, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just that one challenge, but yeah. still, it's kind of like that. But he was a little shaky yesterday. Yeah, he's still a little shaky, and it's like, do you want to switch it up going into the last game? And I get if Greg keeps with that same lineup because, you know, <clears throat> I thought we played well against England, and he might be like, hey, this lineup worked well against England. It'll work against Iran. And it's not like... The U.S. has conceded from open play either. Not at all. That's what I'm saying. I think that we, as long as we stop Taremi, it will be fine. Yeah. Because Taremi is like their big threat. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I think if we stop him and stop, because I, what does I run, Iran even run, like tactically? Uh, do they play Taremi as like a striker or do they play him as more of a false nine I'm trying to remember. I think yesterday what I saw was a like that he was kind of under, like he was acting more as a cam. Mm-hmm. I think they were either running a. They, I think they're running a four-four-one-one. Oh, they are, I and they're playing so. Teremi at cam, uh, center forward cam. Yeah, under uh, freaking what's his name, Azuman or uh, Osmon or something. Oh, I know you're is. talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's weird because you would think Taremi's like a poacher. That's yeah, what, that's big weird. Poacher, yeah, so. you would think it'd be Fled, but I don't know how. Yeah, Osman plays. But I think, like I said, I think we can pull out a result. It's just like I said, it's just a matter of playing like we have been and not be bigger than ourselves. Yeah, because that's what I've seen in, in like past America teams is like we get in over our heels sometimes, and then three goals come by, and we're like, "Well, what happened?" Yeah. It just happened in a blink of the eye. Yeah. So it's just playing with composure. I know this team's young, and it's it's hard to kind of combat that. But, I mean, they've been pretty poised against Wales and England. So You ready for Wales to beat England 5 nothing, and they end up uh, yep. moving on instead of England? Yep. <laughs> Could you imagine? Gareth Bale scores four. And then who scores the fifth? Kiefer Moore? Ben Davies. I'm oh, kidding. Okay. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no shot. Just uh, a random Dan name. Dan James. <laughs> <laughs> he made the face again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. Uh, who else is on? There? Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey. Yes. But I mean. He scores a worldie from like 35. No, out. I don't think so. <laughs> he would if he played for Juve. Still, but he doesn't. Back my joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's talk about France. Viva la France! Uh, Viva la Francia! Yeah. They look so good, man. They're the first team out of the group stage. They beat Denmark today, two to one. 
uh, both of their goals scored by Kilian Mvape, as you like to say. Mvape, with a B, not a V. <laughs> That's when you said say Mvape. I was like, Vape. I know it was a play on the word. I know, Mvape, <laughs> like the the designer brand. Yeah, yeah, Bape. yeah, yeah. Yes. And then the only goal scored today was by your boy, former Chelsea man, Andreas Christensen. Off a really nice header, not going to lie. Uh, you know, with all the injuries that France has had and has continued to have, uh, Lucas Hernandez being out with ACL super sucks. They look just as good as they did four years ago. Do you think so? Yes. Expand. I think, well, I mean, if you look at the other... 2018 squad they had you know Kempembe was pretty prominent Umtiti was starting Umtiti was starting they had Conte Pogba um a bunch of other blokes that I don't remember Florian yeah they had Florian but he didn't play but it's fine he still got a medal it's fine yeah but um you know and then you replace them with Ferran you replace them with uh True a mini in the midfield, especially with Kamavinga yeah. coming off the bench. Like, I thought him and Rabio were fantastic again today. But True mini has been, I think, Ra- the star of that team. Rabio, I don't, I don't know why he hasn't gotten. I mean, he p- still plays for Juventus, right? Yeah. He well, remember when he got exiled by the Champs two years ago? Though. I know he did. I know he did. But it's just like he's come back and he's playing amazing. I mean, yeah. I think. Hmm, Obviously, you're going to say Mbappe is the best player on France, but besides him, I think it might be Dembele. Yeah, I, I think Dembele has been really sharp. They look really sharp just in general as a team. They they run like a very well-oiled machine right now. Even Giroud looks really sharp, Even and I know that his, playing, has been like, his playing time has been kind of in and out. Um, yeah, but he's old. Yeah, because he's old. That's what I'm saying. Um their back line has looked great. I thought Kunde had a nice game today, um, <sighs> even though him and Clayton have beef. Yeah. Or Clayton has beef with him, really. Um, Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Upa Makano was fantastic today. Oh, um, yeah. And he was fantastic on Tuesday. Uh, Varane was great. He hasn't played at all like until today, the last couple months. So kudos to him for playing well. Loris was kind of ant today. Um, Loris is always ant, yeah. but he always has the defense to yeah. kind of – Help him out there. Yeah. But he's still a good keeper, but... <clears throat> if My boy Konate was getting nice minutes there at the end. True. He's... <laughs> I don't know why they don't just start Kunde. Well, no, not... Why did I say Kunde? Ibu. Upa. Upa. Yeah. And Konate. Yeah. That's what they did on uh, Tuesday. I don't really well. think Varane... I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Varane. Just yeah. like current form, I would pick Konate over Yeah. Varane I mean, he's day. younger, a little bit more agile. Varane is, you know, heading towards the end of his career. Yeah. It's not the same. Uh, he hasn't been the same since he got to United. I mean, he's been okay. He hasn't and part been the of same been since he got hurt, too. Yeah, that's what so I'm it's saying. So it's kind of just yeah. like you, got to do, you, you do have to look at different options, mm-hmm. which, I mean, you have plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you can pick anybody. You can even pick – like – the champs had just off of like fullbacks, Luca Digne, you have Mukiele, you have <clears throat> a whole list. Klaus, I think he took Klaus though. Um, you have a huge list. See, uh, Siknam or Siaknam from Leipzig. 
There's just a bunch. I mean, look at this is the guys that were left on the bench today. I mean, they subbed in Fofana, Kanate, Coman, and Thurum, who also played really well today. Uh, Pavard, Ganduzi, Saliba, Kamavinga, Disasi, Muyani. Uh, yeah, that's it. And Veritao. No, sad. <laughs> they like, have that's such depth. a crazy bench, dude. But they have crazy depth. And so I'm not... I wish I could just change my vote. I was so like whenever we were picking in the selection show of like who I thought was going to win the World Cup, it's between Brazil and France. Now my, I mean Brazil's still good. They looked they looked really good, but just France is on like a whole different level. Yeah. So it's kind of just like man, my hot take is not so. <laughs> it's yeah. freezing. Yeah, it's not especially bad. with Neymar being hurt. Yeah. Which I mean, he'll be back I think after the group stage. That's what they said. He yeah, said yeah. he's hurt the rest of the group mm-hmm. stage, and then it's yeah. going to probably be questionable until. Is it? Um, no, never mind. That's a dumb question. I thought that the uh, World Cup was uh, <laughs> two legs. <laughs> oh no, no, no! One leg. Yeah, one it's leg. one leg. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, Neymar's going to miss the first leg. First uh, leg of the round to succeed. No, yeah. it's just one. Just one game. Just one game. Okay, here's a question. Who gets out of that group now, though, besides France? Because this is the rest of the group. Australia, Australia, Australia got a great win today. Um, they have three points, and then Denmark and Tunisia still have one after their draw the other day, and they both lost today. And Denmark, Den- plays Denmark plays Australia, and Tunisia's got to play France, who will be resting players, and I'm sure we'll have a completely different starting 11 on uh, whenever they play next on Wednesday. Australia. Wow. Moy. You think Moy and boys get out there? The Moy boys is getting out of there. <laughs> okay. I still think Denmark gets through. No. I know they haven't looked as good as we all thought they were going to, but they haven't looked bad. I, think. I, I know that, but like, I mean, I don't know. I think Australia, like I said, coming out first game and scoring in the eighth minute against France. I don't know. Yeah. They've got some they're they're definitely going for it. Denmark also has to win by a kind of a wider margin. Um because Tunisia and Denmark both have the same goal differential. So Yeah. You don't want to get super into the weeds of all the great tiebreakers. Okay. Well I'll hold you to that when we talk next time about Australia. I, I want to look ahead to tomorrow. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, I need to look at my selection show and see how many of these teams that got out okay. we got right. Yeah. Next next episode, we got to compile like a check those. In, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow, we have a very interesting slate, I would say. <sighs> the 4 a.m. game, not. I mean, well, no, it's not. Japan should steamroll Costa Rica. Costa Rica does not look good, to be honest. But then we have Belgium, Morocco. Which could be interesting. That could be interesting. And then we have Croatia, Canada, which I think is going to be very That's going to be a very fun one. Yeah, especially with how well Canada played the other day. And then... Spain the w- versus Germany. Great, great game. Who wins? Or does it end in a draw? Germany. Oh, hot take. Really? I think so. Okay, why? Spain's going to be like, oh, we won 7-0. Da, 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 dilly dally around. 
Okay. And I think that Germany has something to prove, so they're going to come. I'm going off of the perspective of, like, you come off of winning 7 nothing against Costa Rica rather than you need to prove yourself. Okay. Okay. And I, th- I think And I think Germany just has a stronger squad in general. Sure. I would expect the midfield battle between those two teams tomorrow to be pretty amazing. <laughs> no, it's going to be awesome. Let's see how Gabby does again and Pedri against Kimmich. And Goretzka. And Goretzka, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Old versus new. I would not be surprised if it's a draw. We've had way too many draws at this World Cup. It's fine. Um, but I'm going to say Spain wins. Yeah. Usually when I turn on the World Cup, you know, I'm all energetic, but I – Pretty much have wanted to sleep through all these games. Yeah, not a lot of great games. Who wins between Canada and Croatia tomorrow? Croatia. Sadly, I say Croatia. Okay. I feel like it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be like 1-0 Croatia. Yeah, like uh, Modric is going to hit like a banger from... Or he's going to, yeah, or it's going to be a Rebic goal in, like, yeah. the 73rd Rebic minute. isn't on the team, dude. Oh, he's not? No. Oh, Perisic, that's what I meant. <laughs> or Vita? <laughs> no Vita goals, please. <laughs> if there is a Vita goal, I will Venmo you for the Shakaroni pizza <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> what if... Uh, or I'll pay for it again. What if uh, What if Lovren scores? I'm leaving your house. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to do the, the calls from my house now because this like house is cursed. <laughs> this house is cursed. Gosh. Remember when we did that the first like four episodes, and they were like, "Hey, just come over." Yeah, we're just like, "Uh, church or come over." Yeah, like this gosh. is so much easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I I re-listened to this the other day just out of curiosity of like how the audio sounded, and it it sounds way better now than it used. I'm glad. <laughs> Upgrade. I did not know how to mix 11 months ago, and I have a better handle on it now, but still not amazing. Um, I don't know. What else are you looking forward to these next couple of days? We've got two more days left until we start the the third round of all the matches. Any games on Monday that catch your eye? I think the obvious one is uh, Portugal and and Uruguay. I think that's going to be a fantastic game, and I, I expect Uruguay to win. Because Portugal to me did not look good on Thursday. You think Uruguay is going to win? Yeah. They should have won against Korea. They had better chances. Do you? They've scored zero goals this World Cup. I know, but they had better chances. Zero. I know. Portugal zero. scored scored three. Zero. I know. <sighs> you think Portugal is going to win? Yes. Why? Ronaldo has something to prove. He saw Messi score. <laughs> no, I think he's Messi. Scoring, I think he's scoring three. Oh gosh, I think Messi had something to prove after the the goal that he had. They both scored penalties. Messi was like, "All right, I'm gonna score an actual real goal. Let's see if you can." And he's gonna be like, "I could score three. And he's gonna score three. Bruh. Okay. And then Darwin Nunez is gonna score in the 90th minute to make it three-one. Well, I hope it's uh, Darwin Nunez scores. Three. <laughs> Three goals or two or s- goals that lead to a win for Uruguay. It's going to be like, no, Darwin's goal is going to be like Chris Paul again in game seven against the Mavs well, where he hits a three-pointer to bring the lead back to 43. <laughs> I can't stand you. I can't stand you for that. 
I mean, also, <laughs> also, Portugal's midfield was bad on Friday. Bruno was fine, but the rest of it was bad. And I expect Valverde to run riot over them on Monday. Like, I actually run riot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Dallow. Dallow stops him. And Bentancourt. Actual Bentancourt. Not, uh, yeah, it's not, <laughs> not Montiel. Great value. <laughs> not, not, Mon- great value not Montiel. <laughs> Clayton looked over at me as we were looking at the Argentina guys earlier today. And just as Montiel pops up on the screen. Bentancourt. <laughs> just He's a tall dude. And he had the beard and the, the short hair. A little so bit, yeah. It was just funny. And then we were like, oh, he plays for a... Uh, Plays for Boca or some Argentine team. He plays for Sevilla. I feel like such a feel like such a bum. Gosh, so missed that. Oh my lord. Um, what other game is on Sunday? I need to remember. I know Ghana plays South Korea. That should be interesting. Brazil, Switzerland. In the context of Neymar now being her and Switzerland coming off a win, so they should have good vibes around them. I think that could end up pretty interesting. But also, I expect Brazil to. It's probably going to be like a 3-0. Yeah, because like Serbia, I think, was their toughest opponent in the group, and they carved them up 2-0. Like, absolutely dominated the game. So Serbia actually has a pretty decent defense. Yeah. So it's like... I mean, it was the midfield. Casemiro was on fire oh, yeah. um, on Thursday. Um, Dawson and I talked about this last night, and I know you haven't listened to the episode yet. So I asked him this, or we were kind of talking about it. We never really settled. If they run the same formation again, Brazil, where they had Neymar acting as Cam, who do you think replaces him for the next couple games? Or do they kind of drop back and run a more 4-3-3? Okay, if they don't do that, which I think they're going to run a 4-3-3. Okay. If they stay in the current formation... This is going to be a little curveball. Okay. Lucas Paqueta. Oh, okay. I, I'm down. I'm down. If they do 4 3 3. No, they're not bringing Coutinho in. No, no. no I mean, it's not even on the roster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you I know who they should one. bring in if they run a 4 3 3, though? On the left wing or right wing? No, 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 or in the midfield. Oh, he plays... In, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about replacing Neymar and switching things around with Neymar being out. So he's playing at, like, a center forward? Yeah, he would act as a camp. That's what I'm saying. Like, who replaces Neymar on the camp position? If they run the 4-2-3-1. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they run a 4-2-3-1, I'm thinking Lucas Paqueta. Okay. But if it's a 4-3-3... Or whatever formation they were in the other day, I can't remember. But if they run a four three three, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I, I think I am. Bruno yeah. Gilles, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Bruno G, Bruno G. That would be a nasty midfield. Yeah, between him and Casemiro, and, and then bringing on Fred, like Bruh. perfect. <laughs> and Fred, like surprisingly, like plays well for his national team, he and does. plays well with Casemiro. He, he honestly, does. he it's really weird. does play. Yeah, well with Ericsson out. Paquetta played on Friday. He started with Casemiro. Maybe. So they ran. Well, I mean, this is what they ran. This is the formation they ran on Friday. So think who? Why is Paquetta playing defense? That's the thing. Or I guess he's playing box to box, but it's still weird. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Rodrigo would be a nice 
person in the cam role? No. Why not? Mm-mm. He's way better on the wing. I know he is, but... I would not. I would not bring any of those wingers in. I would. So no. Send, Anthony, I would just send. I would no. 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 Anthony no. as a cam. No. Martinelli as a cam. No. No. Uh, okay. Martinelli would be like the most likely too, but sure. No. I say they just move midfielders up. I say they just put Vegeta at cam and then bring in Bruno or Fred or whoever they want to as a defensive midfielder. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm good with that. I love I'm with yeah, Bruno. Uh, just imagine Anthony playing in the midfield doing this little well, ball <laughs> that's thingy. What I was saying, like it's not. Gonna we were talking know. about that yesterday. I was like, I don't think Anthony would play there because he's better suited. I I definitely agree with. Yeah, because uh, if he wants to do his little ball trick, the little rainbow or circle <laughs> thingy. He's not gonna do it in the midfield. Clint he can only do it on just the ring. Stand and stood up, listeners. I was <laughs> doing literally. the I was doing the Anthony. <laughs> I don't know if you just heard the floor shake, but that's yeah, definitely oh, what happened. You saying that because I ate all that pizza? No, because <laughs> you're stomping around and acting yeah, like we, Anthony. We cleaned up that pizza. We, <laughs> we did. And half of the bread that you got, too. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But no, Anthony needs to stay on the wing. Okay. I'm going to rapid fire the next couple days of games. I know we've already mentioned a couple of them. Who wins between Japan and Costa Rica, or does it end in a draw? Draw. Oh, okay. Belgium, Morocco. Belgium. By a lot or by a little? Two. Okay. Two goals. Okay. Croatia, Canada. You said Croatia, right? Croatia. One, no. I'm going to say Japan, Belgium. You're going draw? No. You're going Canada. I think Canada. But it's also like one nothing. Spain, Germany, barn burner, three two. Give me all the goals. Barn burn. Oh, are you talking about for the Japan game? No, for the Germany Spain game. Oh. Barn burn. <laughs> I was about. I thought you were about to go through all the scores of all those games. No, I was like, I no, was no. like, I don't even know who's on Japan. No, no, no. no. Um, scores for. Sp- I think it's gonna be two one. Okay. First goal. King Kai. No. I'm going Gretzko. Oh, okay. I like that. Second goal. It's going to be... King Kai. Spain. <laughs> oh, that's a, oh, <laughs> I think it's second Germany goal. <laughs> Do I really want another Alvaro Morata goal? <laughs> <laughs> no, Asensio, bro, for the culture. I'll take Asensio. Okay. And then, yeah, King Kai finishes okay. it off. Okay. All Knee right. slide and all. Okay, like you there the Champions it is. League. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Cameroon, or, Serbia on Monday. Cameroon. No shot. Dude, That I think that would eliminate Serbia. Yeah. Wait, what did I even say in my prediction? I don't want to be Desmond Howard right now. I don't think I picked Serbia to get out. I think I did take Cameroon to get out because remember the whole Chupo Moting? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know what? Yeah, Cameroon. Chupo okay. Moting scoring two goals. Okay. South Korea, Ghana. <laughs> Ghana. Oh. I'm going weird. I don't know why. <laughs> also, this tournament's been weird. So this I'm tournament down. is weird. So, yeah, I'm going for it. I mean, it's in Qatar out of all places. I'm running Serbia 2-1, South oh. Korea 2-1. I'm going Cameroon 2 nothing, and I'm going, what was the other game? I lost my brain. South Korea, Ghana. 1-0. Brazil, Switzerland. 
two nothing. Not, why do I keep saying two nothing? Three nothing. Who scores the goals for Brazil? Rodrigo. Um, probably Richarlison. Probably Richarlison. I bet money on Vinny. You know, I take back the Rodrigo. I say Vinny, not even Richarlison. I'm going to say Paqueta, and I'm going to say Thiago Silva once ahead of Oh, <laughs> there it is. There's the, there's the Chelsea man. Um, but I really think he can score. No, I like, know Like, it's he not could. like I'm just like, Bro, oh, Timo he, Werner off the bench. Like, I'm not going to. Dude, he had some filthy passes the other day, too, I will say, in, dude, the, he's in so the first good. game. Oh, he's 38. He's doing 30 that. ancient, yeah. 30 ancient. Portugal, Uruguay. Three, two, Portugal. Ronaldo hat trick? Ronaldo has two. He scores one penalty, one <laughs> on the field goal. Gosh. And then we're going, hmm, who scores the other one? Joe Felix? No. Bruno? No. Rafael Leo? Yes. Okay. And then for Uruguay, I think Nunez will score one. Valverde will score one. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say Uruguay wins 2-1. I knew that was coming. That was the goal. That's the goal scorers, and I think Joe Felix gets the goal. Uh, I thought you were about to say, Darwin scores two, Ronaldo scores a penalty. No, no. <laughs> I hope Ronaldo never gets a penalty after the trash call that got his way um, nah, that was the clean. other day. <laughs> Shut up, dude. No <laughs> shot. I told you the other day, I wouldn't have called that an upward. I literally would not have called that an upward. You think that ref should have called that in the World Cup? Yeah, true. It was I, could t- I could totally see you sending off a kid an upward for a tackle like that. <laughs> Card. Card. Dude, if we had cards, that would be so funny, but we don't. Um, let's talk college football for a sec, just kind of off the rails. We were kind of half watching some games earlier. South Carolina won today. Spencer Rattler is the real deal. They've I beaten guess. two top 10 teams in back to back weeks. Kudos to them. Put them in the playoff. And then, dude, imagine a four team loss in the playoff. <laughs> that would be so bad. Eight and four, though. Um, and then Michigan just beat the snot out of Ohio State. And it State. was close. It was, like, legitimately close for the last seven minutes of the game. Like, it was, like, two possessions. Ohio State had the ball, like, what, the 15? Excuse me, the 15? Threw an interception, to like, 80-yard, 70-yard run, touchdown. Another pick. And another 85-yard touchdown. And it was like, dude. Ohio State just completely just decided not to show up at, like, the last seven minutes. They went home. Yeah. It was just like, I don't get it. Yeah. It's supposed to be the game. And I'm going to be biased, but I don't – Michigan-Ohio State rivalry is kind of overrated. I mean, I'm not going to say that's a hot take because I would agree with you. Because I'm, like, biased. I think Alabama-Auburn is, like, the one of the biggest ones. Just in a sense of like those teams show up, yeah. Which by like the way, Auburn can play like, like a couple of years ago they played like crap and they lost Auburn or they lost to Bama by seven. Yeah, and they were like a six lost team. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not. I'm holding this to hold this to me. I would not be surprised if Auburn loses by one possession. Okay, well they're down two currently in the second quarter. Never mind. So I take that. They're back. already down twenty. Uh, why are they not playing at night? They usually play the night game. But I think it's because it's in Tuscaloosa. Well, TCU is also up by 24 in the second quarter. 
and wow. Iowa State has not scored. So kudos to Well, that. see, Auburn has scored two touchdowns. And well, that's good. Wait, which quarterback do we have in right now? Because we were no on – my, my grandfather was telling me they were, they were on their fourth-string quarterback against Missouri. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's odd. Yeah, two two rushing touchdowns – or okay. a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Okay. okay. I'll take that. But, um, yeah, I don't – what else is going on in the world? Yeah, yeah, we're, we have officially hit random hit-around time, listeners. Mm-hmm. Now's um, are about to play, like, right now. Like, literally right now. I know. Can we please do something today? What? You see Nebraska? That they hired Matt Rule? For eight years? Yeah. He's a better college coach, though. I man. know he, he is, is, but that's confusing because he goes to Nebraska and he could have gone somewhere else. Yeah. Could have gone to Auburn. Yeah, I know. Lane Kiffin scored, signed a new deal. Yeah, I did see that after so the the false reporting. After the false the reporting, and Lane Kiffin lit a fire underneath him. Um, cool. Can there can something else happen in free agency of baseball? Like, I don't care that Carlos Santana goes to the Pirates. I really don't. Where's my Degroms? Where's my Wash bombs? Yeah, I need like Passan bomb. I need a Passan bomb. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, Christian Wood, once again, is not starting today. We are running the same starting five again. <laughs> Jason Kidd out. Yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about that. I think Jason Kidd needs to be fired. Back yeah. on World Cup for a sec. Sorry. Yes. Um, no, you're fine. The six games that CONCACAF teams have played, these are the stats. Zero wins, three draws. Guess how many goals have been scored. One, the U.S. goal, the Tim Weah goal. How many have been conceded? Six? Six. Eleven. Oh, golly. I was trying to be generous, okay? Well, I mean, seven oh, of those were from Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. That yeah. doesn't count. <laughs> so we really, four. really we four. four. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'd say the first two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So three. Like, Let's say three. Seven goals. Okay. All right. I can get down with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other ones were, were wild. They were like, Dennis passes me the ball. I kick it. No one's no one's pressing me. Goal. Yeah. I don't know of any other hit arounds. I mean, my fantasy basketball team is playing pretty awful. Really? I'm the one, one in our league? Yeah, I'm one in four. Oh. Oof. I know. That's not great. I don't know. Who but I your fantasy be. football teams. Fantasy football team, we're not playing Kirk Connell, and I want to face him in the playoffs. <laughs> I need my redemption because he's beat me twice <laughs> when I put up like 100 and, 100 and something points. So I think, I don't know, you and Jets matchup is going to be pretty interesting this week. Yeah, I need to win. Jet, if you're hearing this, which I don't know if you will, I hope you lose by I'm, fifty. I'm gonna stay out of this because, I mean, I did. I've done pretty well against both of you in the playoffs yeah, or yeah. in this league so far. So I'm. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, quick shout out to the stars for continuing to play really for well. For real, Robo has been playing spectacular. First in goals, second in points yeah. in the whole NHL, which is amazing. And he's our age. I know. 
We well, should have won last no, night. No, you're old. Me? Are you 23 or 24? Yeah, I'm 23. Uh, Jet turns 24. Wait, oh, yeah. So Jet turns 24, you turn 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the younger one. I know. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm saying. Jinx. <laughs> so he's our age. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, Robo's been awesome. Just need the stars to, to do a little bit better. Yes. Not conceding as much, but it is what it is. Um, Well, this is the shortest podcast we've ever done. Look I know. Us. And even with the kick around, it was pretty long, too. I know. I know. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts before we go? Just check out for my picks. Because I know I'm going to get at least one right. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Well, you will hear, listeners, you will hear Clayton again on Tuesday or Wednesday. Because we're going to watch the USA game together. And we will record immediately after that. So we'll have the instant breakdown of whatever happens to the U.S. that day. I so may or may not be in tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out. Uh, we'll see how that happens uh, or what happens there. Dawson and I will be back, I think, tomorrow or Monday. I'm not really sure. Um, and we just keep on going. World Cup just keeps on going. It's been a fun tournament so far. Can't wait to see what these next couple of days look like. Listener, if you have survived this shorter episode between the two of us, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Um, leave a five-star review, five-star rating on Spotify, Apple, all the places. And if there's something that you don't like, please leave a comment so we know how to change it in the future. That's right. You can leave that comment in a review, or you can leave it on Instagram, or you can... Uh, Just DM both of us. Or DM both of us, text us, or something like that. Follow the pod at Dennis and Friends Pod on Instagram. Email the pod, dennisandfriendspod at gmail.com. If you have any questions or anything, be sure to follow the both of us on social media and look at all the links that are in the show notes for my store and music and all that fun stuff. Um, like I said, we will be back very, very soon to talk more World Cup expect a very large episode at some point uh, with a lot of guests that's going to be happening at some point between the round of 16 and the quarterfinal so expect that soon and uh yeah that's pretty much it until next time be good and do good i can't do the cooler thing when not in the world cup so that's true we'll find somebody else and beep and beep